Hello. Hi. Hi. We're here. So we are. So today, <laughs> back again. We're going to talk about cemeteries. That's correct. I almost said the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you or you I almost say? said we're going to talk about vampires. <laughs> You're going to talk I, about vampires. I am. <laughs> Oh my god. Great. I'm really glad that you said that. Good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on top of our game over here at Google Gals. Google Gals Central. We got our computers on books so they don't, you can't hear the fans <laughs> when they overheat, which is going to happen. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's a good time. We're messes. We're professionals. <laughs> Professional message. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. So we're gonna we um chose the subject uh, cemeteries mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to be talking about vampire graves. Ooh, which like is it. like a real thing. It's not just it's not just like a folk tale or anything. It's a real actual historical thing. No, but then it's also like a spooky thing. <gasps> I love those things. My favorite. They intersect. Yes. With real with history truth. and spooky. And <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to start um, by painting you a word picture. Love it. Actually, it's not. It's going to be a sentence. A word. Let me paint oh. you a word picture with one sentence. Okay. So there's this man in Bulgaria, and he's known as Bulgaria's Indiana Jones. I love it. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Ghoul Gals. <laughs> okay, so anyway, there's a man in Bulgaria known as Bulgaria's Indiana Jones, which is not a very creative title. Um, his real name is Professor Nikolai Ovcharov. Ooh, Ovcharov. Yeah. Um, and he's dedicated his life to unearthing mysteries of ancient civilizations. So that's fun. Yeah. I wish that was my job. But then he probably went to a lot of school for that. I'm sure. I don't have the time <laughs> or the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2014, he announced that he had discovered a vampire grave in the ruins of Perpericon, um, an ancient Thracian city. Ooh. Uh, in southern Bulgaria, which is, like, on the border of Greece. And the skeleton within the grave had a stake driven through its chest. (gasps) And, like, this wasn't the first discovery of this kind of thing, but this is, like, my jumping-off point. Yes. (laughs) I I love it already. Good. Um, The actual city, or the ruins of... Perpericon was only discovered about 20 years ago, but it's and it's believed to be from about like 5000 BC. Oh so it's gosh. just been there. <laughs> just sitting there. No one cares. Waiting for someone to discover it and finally it happened. Mm-hmm. Um but it's believed to be the site of the Temple of Dionysus. Dionysus. She's Dionys- a god. He's a god. He's a god. He's a god. Ugh. The god of wine and the Greek <gasps> god of wine and fertility yes that one from fantasia that's with right those red cheeks that's right that fat one with the red cheeks mm-hmm, and that everybody grapes. made fun of yes that was drunk yes i love it he was handsy though <laughs> yeah so i don't think i actually like him as a person no no mm-hmm. unless the fantasia version is different than but i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> um 
So far, our finds at the site include a hilltop citadel, a fortress, a sanctuary, and a series of vampire graves. Yes! <laughs> you got me! <laughs> so vampires being a pretty universal thing, most countries have their own variation of the myth. If it's not like the actual vampire, it's something else very similar. Um, and these stories and legends were often taken seriously until like a couple centuries ago, if that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the look on your face is so like creepy I'm, and like <laughs> I'm so ready for this. It's like I've waited my whole life to learn about how vampires are probably still here. <laughs> um Okay. So over the last few decades, an increasing number of excavations of medieval burial sites have shown the actual brutality of these beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Perpericon, the skeleton, thought to be of a man aged between 40 and 50, had a heavy piece of plowshare, which is um, an iron rod that's used in a plow, Mm. like a farming plow, (laughs) you know. (laughs) One of those. We're we're city girls. (laughs) Um, It was hammered through its chest. And... The left leg below the knee had also been removed and left beside the skeleton. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's rude. Yeah. Cut it off, but, like, leave it right next yeah. door. Mm. <laughs> next door. <laughs> no. Um, Ovcharov said the plowshare weighs almost two pounds. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. And is dug into the body into a broken shoulder bone. You can clearly see how the collarbone has literally popped out. Ew. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) Not so excited now, (laughs) are you? (laughs) Uh, He added that he thought the grave dated back to the first half of the 13th century. So, the 1200s, for those of you who don't know how that works. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I always forget how much history there is in places that aren't America. I mean, even in, yeah. like, the U.S., like, yeah. we have a lot of history, yeah. but it's all been, you know, smushed down to nothing. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, full cities and, like... Just gone. Yeah. But still there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's weird, because it, I kept thinking, because, like, these are burials, and I work in a cemetery, so I'm, like... In my head, I'm always like, in 500 years, no one's going to care. No one is going to care about any of this, if it's even here anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to think of how entire entire civilizations existed, and now they're gone. Yeah. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel very um, tiny. Yeah. Useless. It's like teeny tiny. I'm just a little person. <laughs> And I mean nothing <laughs> to no one. Well, that's it. <laughs> well, that was cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, at least we amuse ourselves. It's true. <laughs> okay, so Professor Ovtorov, I don't, I feel like I'm saying this differently every single time. Anyway, Ocherov also discovered the remains of a woman and a young child laid out to create the image of the Virgin Mary and child. 
Oh. He said that this was done in an attempt to ward off the plague, which had started to ravage medieval populations. Yuck. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. That's like going back to, like, those weird um, doctors who were like, all right, so to heal yourself, you need to drink the urine of one <laughs> toad, and then you gotta throw some salts onto the foot of your bed, uh-huh. and then not move for three days. And don't, then you'll be fine. Don't you dare move. You can't even blink. <laughs> Starting now. <laughs> you know? Just like, hmm, how do we get rid of the plague? Well, this mother and child just died, so um, let's Or did they just die? Or were oh, they no. sacrificed? I don't know. Oh, That's no. what I immediately oh, assumed, which yeah. is terrible. This is, um, make them look like the Virgin Mary and uh, Baby Jesus. Yeah. That'll fix and, the uh, And uh, baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just reading a book. In fact, last night I just finished a book um, about a guy who is a railway surgeon, which is not an actual doctor, mm-hmm. but in, like, when railroads and trains were first starting in, like, the 1800s, they had people specifically trained to handle cases of, like, a crash Oh. Yeah. So, like, they would deal with people who had traumatic stress afterwards. Mm. And, all like, he was an expert in in the kinds of injuries that would come from that. And, like, spi- mainly spinal injuries because you're getting, like, thrown around. Oh. But he was accused of manslaughter mm. because one of his patients died after being transported against his wishes. Like, the guy's doctor was like, oh, no, we're going to move him back to his house. He oh needs to be gosh. at home. Oh so he had, like, gosh. a spinal injury. and so, Anyway, so, it, but they were talking about how doctors were being, like, they were being called, like, quacks and charlatans and stuff, and it, it was like, that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are, who are, like, who do that stuff, like, take, take some urine. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the real quacks. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Anyway. Hmm. Anyway. anyway. Where um, am I? Ovcharov. <laughs> Back to Ovcharov. Um, the find is the third such discovery in Bulgaria and bears a strong similarity to two previous graves discovered in 2012 and 2013 in the Bulgarian seaside town of Sozopol. Cool. Yeah. 200 miles to the east of Perpericon, which were nicknamed the Twin Vampires of Solzapol. They weren't, like, together, unfortunately. I mm-hmm. thought that's what the, what it meant, but they were just, um, one was discovered, and then the other was, was discovered the next year, and they just had really similar burial things. Oh, like, okay. So they yeah. weren't actually twins. Probably. Unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just one, like... Obviously, there's a bunch of weird stuff going on in Eastern Europe, because mm-hmm. um, that's where vampires hang out, uh-huh. generally. Uh-huh. They're in New Orleans. I was just going to say, <laughs> and also New Orleans, <laughs> Louisiana. And I don't even watch that show. I don't even... Oh, the originals? Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, because I've listened, like, I've heard it from you so many times, mm-hmm. and that's where my mind went. Immediately. No, seriously. Like, if you look up, like, New Orleans, known for, and it's like, beignets and vampires. Really, I really want to go there so bad. And not just to eat beignets, 
Mostly to eat beignets. Mostly to eat beignets. But, like, Spanish moss, cool-ass cemeteries mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. Um, French stuff. Yeah. Crayol. Um, delicious food. Oh, my God. <laughs> including beignets. Yes. Including, but not limited to <laughs> beignets. <laughs> if the princess from the frog taught me anything, oh. it's like... Oh There's, like, God. alligators. Talking um, alligators. Talking that, like, play the trumpet, mm-hmm. which seems really fun. Yeah, I love the trumpet. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite instrument. Wow. I like it a lot. I don't think I have a favorite instrument. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Is it? Yes. You should have a favorite everything. I guess it would be the drums if I had to choose one. Don't okay. give me that face. Oh. Oh, the drums. Oh, you're picking the drums. That's so basic. But it's not so I'm just fun. Kidding. Whatever. Or maybe the violin, because that's a little spooky. That's fun. Or the viola, if you want to be really unique. Mm-hmm. Or the fiddle. <laughs> Ooh! Like Fiddler on the Roof. I do love Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> you do. So, so that's your favorite instrument. <laughs> Done. But only if it's played on a roof. Yeah. Obviously. I don't think you can play it anywhere else. It, no. it won't work. It's something about the altitude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where were we? Anyway. <laughs> um, archaeologists excavating a medieval site. Oh, wait. I mentioned before <laughs> that vampires are mostly in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Well, not mostly, but, like, that's the big... That's, that's a hot spot. To be, yeah. yeah, that's a vampire hotspot. Um, but there are a lot of tales from all over Europe, including, like, Western Europe as well. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go into that. Okay. Archaeologists excavating a medieval cemetery site in Caldus, Poland. They recently discovered hundreds of graves... Mm. Among them, they found 14 anti-vampire burials. <gasps> Wait. Like, to kill a vampire? Maybe. Or, like, anti, like, um, like, using the press against something? <laughs> like, anti-vampire? Oh. Like propaganda? Yes. They <laughs> <laughs> found a bunch of propaganda <laughs> grapes. Be, by anti-vampire, I mean just, they were... Trying to make people not vampires. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So, like, a stake through the heart. Exactly. Like so, okay. some, some, some resources are, like, vampire graves, anti-vampire burials, vampire burials. You know, they just call them different things. But, oh. Um, so, some of these people were decapitated. Mm-hmm. Others were buried face down. Ooh. Yeah. Which, I mean, it doesn't, like... Would that really Oh, I guess if you can't turn around in your coffin... Because there's not really much room for you to turn around. Oh, so you'd be stuck upside down. <laughs> yeah. That's rude. That is rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, and then more were weighted down with stones. So, like, they were, there were stones on them. Yeah. Yeah. One of the major theories about vampire graves is that people were buried this way um, because they were unhealthy or maybe disabled causing their compatriots to treat them differently in death because of their physical differences in life. Which is fucking rude. Yeah. But why? Like... Because <laughs> it treated differently in a bad way. Yeah. 
Not even just, like, a different way, like, in a... In, like, we're a... Gonna put something through your heart way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so, a team of researchers set out to investigate diseases apparent on the bones of these 14 so-called vampires. Oh. The cemetery at the site, which was known as Coleman in Latin, saw its first burial at the end of the 10th century A.D., Coleman eventually became one of several capitals of Poland in the med- medieval period, but it was burned to the ground at the beginning of the 13th century by the Teutonic Knights, who I don't I don't know who they are. <laughs> Sounds mean. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we st- need to know, Teutonic Knights. <laughs> That's a stupid-ass name, too. <laughs> <laughs> Over 1,000 graves were found in the cemetery, which was excavated by a team of archaeologists under the supervision of Wolczyk Chudziak. Nailed it. Yeah. From Nicholas Copernicus University. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fake school, like a for-profit school. It does. <laughs> Right? Like Donald Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> and 14 of them showed evidence of anti-vampire practices. In 1991, an archaeological investigation of the ancient church of the Holy Trinity in Kostyov discovered a crypt burial in the Presbytery, which mm. is part of the church. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the body had been buried in a coffin reinforced with iron bars held to be one method of keeping a vampire buried since vampires allegedly could not tolerate the touch of iron. Which doesn't really make sense. It doesn't. No. And I've never heard of this this um, vampire thing before. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like it, because it comes up again. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, cause blood is full of iron. Right. Huh. <laughs> exactly. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't make any lick of sense. <laughs> In addition, stones had been placed on the victim's legs, and the torso was severed from the... I don't know why they wrote it like this. And the torso severed from the legs. Why wouldn't you just say yeah. the legs were cut off? Yeah, that's gross. Though. Yeah. I don't like the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of like weird mutilation stuff that happens to keep people from leaving. Yeah. It's like, if you don't have any legs, you can't get me. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they crawl, like (laughs) drag themselves, which would be scary. Um, Yeah, imagine that. No thanks. Yeah. Crawling out of their grave, Mm -hmm. which is their arms, and just coming at you. Yeah. Even even if it was like a hot vampire... And they looked really good, it would mm-hmm. still be really scary yeah. if that happened. No thanks. Uh, the find has been dated to the 16th century, and the burial is considered somewhat unusual because of its location in a church. Mm. Uh, it's been argued that the extra sanctity of the church may have been thought by those who buried the victim to have been more likely to keep the corpse in its grave. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes the cross. The holy like... powers of the church. Yeah. The, sh- the vampire wouldn't want to get out of the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In 1994, on the Greek island of Lesbos, near the city of Mytilene, mm-hmm. archaeologists investigating an old Turkish cemetery found a medieval skeleton buried in a crypt hollowed out of an ancient city wall. This was not an unusual discovery, so apparently they buried people in crypts and walls all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> which they still do today. 
in like in like mausoleums. Oh, yes, not, yes, yes. Not like just like random, not city, random walls. city walls, <laughs> which don't exist anymore anyway, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the discovery itself wasn't unusual, but the po- postmortem treatment of the body was very much unexpected. The corpse had been literally nailed down in its grave with heavy iron spikes Mm. driven through the neck, (gasps) pelvis, and ankle. Ew. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Thinking about giant stakes going through any part of your body. Yeah. No thanks. Big bummer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good thing they were already dead, right? Well, Probably. except they were vampires, so. so <laughs> well, maybe. They were they taking were a nap. Vampires. They were taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, it's Yeah, it's really creepy because I, I, when I picture someone in a coffin, I immediately just imagine a skeleton. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, they did this probably right after they died. Mm. So it was still like a fully intact body. So they're like hammering into flesh mm. and bones. Mm. The use of iron and the practice of staking down a corpse are both well attested in vampire folklore. Hmm. Well, I guess we need to. So yeah, I feel like a big more. idiot for not knowing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the body was almost certainly that of a Muslim, believed to be the first time a corpse of a person other than a Christian had been found treated in this fashion, which mm. is very. Uh, interesting yeah yeah doesn't say why they thought it was or why it's believed to be that of a muslim mm-hmm. but maybe um, clothes or something yeah or? if it still has clothes i mean they're probably deteriorated <laughs> <laughs> he's probably i mean he's just a skeleton mm-hmm. so the clothes would be deteriorated yeah well i wonder if there was like some sort of like shroud or something inside or like maybe like a trinket or something. Yeah. That I mean, the, I, there are so many ways that you can tell yeah. where people are. Not from. just clothes. Yeah. Or lack thereof. <laughs> mm, sexy. This <laughs> <laughs> decomposing body. <laughs> this is why we have a podcast where we, we talk about things we don't know or understand. And we're just kind of like, this is probably what happened. Uh, yeah. And this is why we're not archaeologists or real... Mm-hmm. Um, scientists of any kind. True, 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 true. (laughs) Okay, so, again in the early 1990s, so when we were kids, this was a huge thing. People were just discovering this shit all over the place. Yeah, again. Yeah. Didn't mean anything to me. Nope. Baby Julie did not care. Yeah, I don't remember hearing anything about it. Mm -mm. (laughs) No one told me. Oh my god! And the you know it's funny when I my only memories of my parents watching the news was one my dad not watching the news, mm-hmm. and then two my mom watching it every single night for like two hours at a time. Oh my god! Like she would watch the four thirty and then the five o'clock and then the six o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> and all I remember from that like I don't remember ever really hearing any stories like no news stories stick out to me, but I remember the weather. And the traffic updates. Because <laughs> they were the most boring part. Yeah. It was yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. I remember the smell of, like, tater tots in my house. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> she would be making dinner and then had the news on the living room at, like, full blast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So, in the early 1990s, archaeologists found what is to, what is believed to be the first vampire's graveyard. 
An entire cemetery of vampire burials. (gasps) Yes. In Salakovici, about 30 kilometers north of Prague, 14 graves have been excavated so far with metal spikes driven through their bodies or heavy stones placed upon them. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of bodies. Yeah. A lot of vampires. Vampire City. (laughs) Like New Orleans. I was just going to say, this is regular Orleans, except that that's in France. (laughs) This is first Orleans. Original Orleans. Um, The graves are believed to date from the 11th or 12th century. Most of the victims were young adults, of course, Mm -hmm. because they're vampires. I know, because they're young forever. (laughs) They were like 7,000 years old. But they're like, mm, they were like, mm, 23, 24? I'm 27. <laughs> Wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and they were of both sexes. Mm. Um, so vampires don't discriminate. Yep. Apparently. I believe it. Yeah. It appears that the victims all died at around the same time, possibly in an epidemic. But it is unclear why the villagers thought these individuals were at risk of becoming vampires. Because mm. they already were. <laughs> The vampire burial phenomenon struck even deeper into the West with the discovery of two skeletons at Kiltisheen in Ireland Hmm. between 2005 and 2009. Officially described as, quote, deviant, unquote, burials, the skeletons of a middle-aged man and a man in his 20s were discovered lying side by side with rocks rammed into their mouths. Ooh. Well, that sounds like something else. Yeah. But, (laughs) sure, vampires. (laughs) It has been argued that the victims may have been considered plague carriers rather than true vampires because their early burial in the 8th century predates vampire legends in Europe. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they were the first. The first vampires that people caught. Because vampires have been around forever. Am I right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) Said that the first they were the first the first vampires that people caught. <laughs> I love it. Um, that makes sense. That makes more sense to me than anything else. Yeah. Um, so they they were like, no, these can't possibly be vampires because it's the eighth century and they don't know what vampires are yet, which is bullshit. Like yeah. vampires have been around since the dawn of time, mm-hmm. so. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there is also a um, female vampire vampire burial Mm -hmm. unearthed in a mass grave in Italy. Um, And that is from the Venetian Plague of 1576, in which the artist Titian died. Titties. (laughs) In. Why would they... I just copy and pasted this, so it's my fault for not removing it, but why would they include that? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I've no, never heard of never that heard person of that before. Person. But it's not even good art. I Probably not. art. It's my least favorite art. It's it's boring. Isn't... Wait, is this still Medieval Times? 1576. Yeah, okay. Well, this right? is like the Renaissance. Mm, still. Not really into it. Yeah. 
It's pretty, I like, because I, <laughs> completely off topic, well, not completely, but um, I follow this Instagram called Paintings Daily, and they do a lot of, like, really up-close pictures of paintings. Ooh. So it's, like, showing details of things, which I really like, but, like, mm-hmm. when it, then I see the painting as a whole, and I'm like, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, but, 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 but. In 1576, on Lazaretto Nuovo, which lies around two miles northeast of Venice, and was used as a sanatorium for plague sufferers. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you don't want to be there. No. The succession of plagues which ravaged Europe between 13 and 1700 fostered the belief in vampires mainly because the decomposition of corpses was not well understood. Mm. Gravediggers reopening mass graves would sometimes come across bodies bloated by gas with hair still growing and blood seeping from their mouths and believe them to still be alive. Um, Well, that's dumb, though, because, like, you poke them and they don't move. Right. (laughs) Whatever. Unless they just look at them and then, like, immediately run away. Yeah, which, if I saw a dead body, I would definitely do that. I don't know what I would do if I saw a dead body. I don't want to find out. True. I'm already, like, messed up enough, like, going to funerals and, like, open casket stuff and, like, seeing, like, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. I can't do it for very long. Because, like, people go up there and, like, pray or, like. And, like, kiss them. Yeah. And, and I'm like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I looked. Can I leave now? <laughs> it's, yeah, you know what? It's really weird. Um I don't like open casket the things because like it doesn't look like the person anymore. No, it looks like a like a wax figure of the person, like yeah. a really poorly done, like one that you would find in in like Niagara Falls, <laughs> as opposed to like Madame Tussauds or yeah. something. But like even like a knockoff, like like you yeah. see it at like Viagra Falls, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. like, Mm. Yeah, major knockoff. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I. I don't like it either, mm-hmm. and it's really creepy to me. <laughs> the shrouds used to cover the faces of the dead were often decayed by bacteria in the mouth, which would reveal the corpse's teeth mm. if they still had any left. <laughs> <laughs> True, they were not known for their dentistry back then. Mm-mm. And vampires became known as shroud eaters. Ew. Yeah, like butt liquor. <laughs> You're a shroud eater. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> According to medieval medical and religious texts, the undead were believed to spread pestilence in order to suck the remaining life from the corp from corpses until they acquired the strength to return to the streets again. Mm. Hmm. It's fucked up. <laughs> to kill the vampire, you had to remove the shroud from its mouth. Which was its food, like the milk of a child. Ew. Wait. <laughs> milk of a child. <laughs> this is milk a quote. for a ch- child, right? <laughs> it says of a child. Mm. This is a quote by a, an Italian archaeologist. The so. milk of a child. The milk of the child. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just so good at that. <laughs> The milk of the child. <laughs> we both added the uh at the end, which I think really cinches it. <laughs> it's like we had a real Italian man in here, 
on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the circus. It's a me. It's a me, Mario. Mario. <laughs> <Baba da> boopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh nice. my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think he means milk that you would like a, a would give a milk. child. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they anyway they would take the shroud away. And then put something uneatable there. Which you would think that a shroud is uneatable anyway. <laughs> so, True. like, where are they, like, how are they figuring out what's, what's edible and what's not? Right. Well, what would they put in there? They put bricks in there. They oh. shove bricks right in there. Well, I mean, you'd think that the jaw, even of a vampire, mm. would probably not be strong enough to just numb on some rock. But. I mean, that you could lick it for a while. Like, <laughs> and then it, it eventually, <laughs> eventually your saliva and stuff would cause it, would it to erode. It down a little, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <A lot. laughs> but that would take a really long time. And also, like, well, I guess, wait, did these, are these the vampires that got, like, um, just got, like, nailed into their coffins? Or would they just have... Because, like, this, would the vampires move their... They could just take the brick out of their own mouths, right? Yes. Yeah. But, oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, nothing made sense back then. But this, I mean, this one in particular is, um, it's in, like, a mass grave. So it's not... Oh, It's yeah. not separate coffins or anything. It's a mass burial huh. site. Ooh. So... You would think they could just, but I guess if you, like, if you shove it in there. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. If you shove a brick into your mouth <laughs> with enough force, it probably gets stuck. Like, I would imagine it Ooh, gets stuck. Like, like, in your jaw. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't. Because, like, people, when when you put, like, rags in someone's mouth to keep them quiet and stuff, like... I never understood that because I was like, just like move, just open your mouth and like push it out with your tongue. tongue. But maybe, I mean, I get, (laughs) maybe if the tongue is in a way where you can't move your tongue, like if it's down, like, uh, Mm. like trapped at the bottom of your mouth or something. We'll have to test it out next week on Cool Gals. (laughs) Cassandra gets a brick shoved into her mouth. (laughs) Will she be able to remove it? Find out next week. <laughs> Same Google gals. It's a brick. That's a dick. That's a <laughs> <laughs> um, So, those are my stories about certain vampire graves. So they're not like... It's... It, I, people don't really know exactly what they were for necessarily because like there's theories about them being to prevent people with the plague from like sucking the life out of Mm -hmm. healthy people Mm -hmm. or there's um people who are disabled or disabled like unhealthy yeah unhealthy Mm -hmm. that was it so it's not necessarily that people were like this bitch is a vampire (laughs) And so we're going to cut off their head to make sure they don't come back. But it was that also. Mm-hmm. So it was like they didn't know what to, how to deal with things or yeah. what to do. So they're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's just cut off a head. Yeah. No one understood what happened to people when they died. Mm-hmm. 
so they were they were just dealing with it in the best way they could, I guess, which is dramatic, <laughs> I would say. So this has been, I found a lot of articles, like all of my sources this week are from like Telegraph, Forbes for some reason. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's well-known sources because like, like a lot of people have been publishing about this stuff lately mm-hmm. um, because it's interesting and it's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the practices to cure vampirism include special attempts to prevent the disease from roaming the earth, which would be, like, sickles around the neck. Mm. There was actually, um, in Poland a few years ago, there was a discovery of, I think, one or two corpses that had sickles around their necks, Mm -hmm. and they thought that that was a vampire burial, but it turned out to be something else. Kinky burial? (laughs) You got it! (laughs) (laughs) Um... So there's that, there's decapitation, prone burial, and then heavy stones being placed on the body. So you literally can't Mm -hmm. lift yourself out of the coffin. (laughs) Some scholars call these vampire graves, referring to the supposed nature of the occupant. Mm -hmm. Others call them anti-vampire burial practices, referring to the burial treatment given to the person. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so it's either someone was suspected of being a vampire and they died, and they're like, you're not coming back. (laughs) Or it was just they didn't want people to turn into vampires when they died. Okay. Current... Scholars have identified three main reasons that medieval Europeans may have buried their friends and family as if they were vampires. The first is that many diseases common at the time, like tuberculosis, could cause people to be pale and emit blood. Hmm. So if you're dying and you're, like, bleeding, like, coughing up blood and stuff, because that's what happens when you have TB. (laughs) If you saw Moulin Rouge, then you know that. Um, uh-huh. people didn't know what that, what it meant. And so they would see you coughing up blood and assume that you were a vampire. Mm. So then you, they would bury you like that. I wonder if they did. buried, is it Satine? Yeah. Yeah. If they buried Satine like a vampire. I bet they did. I bet they did. <laughs> Cut off her head. <laughs> Nailed Cut off her body. <laughs> Cut off one leg. <laughs> Not gonna get us from the afterworld. <laughs> just like hobbling on one leg. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Um, so that was the first thing, and then the second was that people, or I'm sorry, before people understood how diseases are transmitted by germs, they thought that vampires were sickening their family members even after their deaths. Oh, so like they were somehow. They died, they'd been buried, they were six feet under the ground, mm-hmm. and then somehow they were still, like, sucking lives from their family members from the grave, which is insane. That's a dumb, that's a dumb it is. thing. Yeah, like but one. it happened, there was a story, um, what was it, God, like Elizabeth Brown or something, it was something in, like, Massachusetts, but it was, like, in the 19th century, because, mm-hmm. like, she... Her entire family, her entire fucking family died of, like, tuberculosis or something. Mm-hmm. And they, like, 
exhumed her body because they thought that she might be a vampire. They thought that she was doing it from the grave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, she, yeah. but of course not. But uh-huh. Of course she wasn't. Spoiler alert, she was just dead. <laughs> and they were just unhealthy. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like it. And third, people may simply have feared those who looked or acted differently than normal. So if you were flouting society's rules, they were like, oh, I wonder if that guy is a vampire. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I, I didn't find anything of people, like, killing people and thinking they were vampires mm-hmm. and then burying them like this. Yeah. But it's hard to tell. With, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these thousand-year-old corpses and I know. stuff. We have, like, no written history from some of these bodies. Mm-hmm. People so. don't even know that first city was there. Yeah. They just found it 20 <laughs> years ago. Mm-hmm. I was already eight years old. Like, I was already in school when they found that. <laughs> mm-hmm insane yeah yeah so i'm gonna talk today about riverview cemetery where's that it's in west virginia oh west virginia country mama take me home country road (laughs) but you were singing the the theme song from the oc but (laughs) california (laughs) coming That's basically the same song. It is, kind of, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, so, bam. Just south of the Ohio border mm, sits Parkersburg, West Virginia. Terrible name. Uh, Yes, it is. It gets worse. (laughs) Um, So, it started, um, or when the city was started, it was called Newport. Um, And that was when land was granted to Alexander Parker for his Revolutionary War service, because Virginia would make grants of land to veterans yeah. um, for their war service back then. Right. Not anymore. Not anymore, no. Um, <laughs> and then, I guess, like, once it actually started to become, like, a real city, then, like, the estate of, like, the Parkers, they were like, um, this was our land first. <laughs> and so they, they did this, like, crazy petition to make it call, be called Parkersburg. Ugh. So that's come um, on. It's called Parkersburg. Newport is not the best name for a town, <laughs> mm-hmm. but at least it's not like a bird. I know. And also, so P.S. I had never heard of Parkersburg, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Of course not. It is the third largest city in West Virginia. What are like, the other two? I don't know any don't, cities in West Virginia. I don't Virginia. know. Um, I'm like Richmond. No, I'm that's like Charlottesville. In regu- that's in regular Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what the other two are. So East Virginia. That's rough. East Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I live in East Virginia, West Virginia. <laughs> so anyway, so um, just a little background on Parkersburg. Huh. It served as a transportation and medical center for Union forces during the American Civil War. Good. Nice. Good for them. It's a good side. <laughs> Um, so then it developed further as a transportation hub, uh, in the gas and oil boom that followed that war. Um, so in 1802, a man named Joseph Cook was deeded a 200 acre parcel of land. So that must be nice. You just get a bunch of land. Was he cute? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. Was it Cook with an E? No. Oh. 
Um, so he, and he set aside a small section of it for his family cemetery, because if you have that much land, might as well. Yeah, um, that's be- what I would do. <laughs> right. So because of this, the cemetery that we're talking about, the Riverview Cemetery, is sometimes mm-hmm. called um, the Cook Cemetery or Cook Family Cemetery. No. But I'm going to call it the Riverview Cemetery. Yeah. Although it's actually interesting because uh, Joseph Cook was not the first person that was buried on this land. Um, and records actually indicate that the first burial in what is now known as Riverview Cemetery mm-hmm. belongs to B.W. Jackson, who died in oh. 1801. Um, so, Wait. yeah, so he was buried on this land. Before he before got Cook the land? Got it, yeah, yeah. So there was, like, already kind of... There was already one dead body, so I guess that's probably why was, Cook was like, this oh, is going to be the... You might as well. <laughs> right. Oh, um, dead man's bones, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so then the Jackson family, so B.W. Jackson, the first guy who died, uh-huh. the Jackson family will come up later, so don't forget. I will. You. I wrote that in full caps. Don't forget. I'm gonna. Um, so then by 1843, mm-hmm. so about 40 years later, Cook's children had inherited the property, mm-hmm. and they set aside another one-acre plot of land that encompassed the family plot. And this was to be used as a public burial ground. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, right? Yeah. Probably just so they can make money on it, but that's mm. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Right? Uh, and during this time, the cemetery uh, picked up its name of Riverview Cemetery. And by 1925, that one-acre plot grew to two-and-a-half acres, which is the, its final growth. So it's the cemetery is two-and-a-half acres. Yeah, it is very. It's a little hmm. tiny now. It's kind of like right in the middle of town too, if you look at a map. Interesting. Um, yeah. Was it called Riverview because it had a view of a river? Um, I didn't see any pictures of rivers what? around it. So, who the hell even knows? Oh my god, West Virginia. <laughs> um. So, oh, but however, so two and a half uh, acres is the final official thing. Mm-hmm. However. There are reports that slaves were buried in unmarked graves outside of the cemetery proper. Come on. Mm-hmm. So then when new development uh, kind of hit that area in Parkersburg, homes were built directly on top of those graves. No. Mm-hmm. And some believe that the alleged paranormal activity in some nearby buildings is directly related to the yeah. fact that it's on this burial ground. I can guarantee that's the reason. Um, yeah, right? You stupid. Uh, stupid, rude people. Mm-hmm. Yep, West Virginia. <laughs> I also mm-hmm. thought you said nude development. <laughs> you said new development. In this nude development. <laughs> In this nude development. Nude development. Development. Nude development. Mm-hmm. So, this cemetery is what I, an expert, like to call <laughs> hella haunted. Um, there are all these different stories, but I just want to focus on two oh, specific. Okay. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is the captain's ghost. Ooh. So Wait, probably not a pirate captain. No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> That's immediately. A I was like, ooh, Captain Crunch. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. No, it's 1861, so it's probably. It's not Captain Crunch. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's not Captain Crunch then? 
I'm sorry you're telling me that it's not Captain Crunch, <laughs> and I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I I heard Captain, I'm like, sea captain, a pirate. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, West Virginia, landlocked. <laughs> so no. It must be a, an army captain then. Uh, yeah. No? I don't remember. Okay, we'll read this. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay. So many times during broad daylight, and even well after the gate is locked for the evening, but still very light, Mm -hmm. witnesses have reported seeing a man in a black overcoat hunched over the grave of Captain George Deming, whose former residence was a short walk from the cemetery. Mm Mm-hmm. So Deming was a sea captain. Nailed it. Stop it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get out of my ship. I don't know what he said. Oh, but he wasn't a pirate. No, he was not. Uh, But he was a sea captain. That's um, As evidenced by both the style of his home and there's carvings on his tombstone that show that he's a sea captain. Nice. And he was originally from the New Haven area. Um, but in 1861, he built himself and his child a home in Parkersburg. I'm assuming the wife died under mysterious circumstances. Well, she, oh, he killed her. Who knows? He we'll, killed her. We'll, we'll never I know. know. Unless we he go there and her. ask him when we see him hunched sh- over his own oh, grave. Wait, that's him? Oh, wait. Sh- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you fair to wait. I was like, I was, in my head, I was like, ooh, a boyfriend, a secret boyfriend um, coming to visit his, mm. his daddy. <laughs> mm. Daddy's boat daddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> oh, so he built this home in 1861. Okay. The captain died the following year. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Didn't even get to, like, really appreciate no. the fruit of his labor. Oh. So then directly beside the captain's grave is a smaller weathered stone uh, that is believed to be that of the captain's young son, who possibly died during one of the area's typhoid fever outbreaks. Oh, oh my God. So the gentleman in black is believed to be none other than the captain himself. What? And he's mourning the loss of his child. Oh. So, like, he's hunched over the grave, but it's actually the little it's tiny grave next yeah. door. Oh. Um, so that one's kind of, like, cool, spooky yeah. captain. I like it. I would, huh, I would love to see that. Yeah, right? Is it him as a young man or him as old? Right? I don't know. Because I immediately picture someone young and handsome. Truthfully, even if he was young, he's probably still hideous. Because 1861, people were, like, not cute. That's true. I've seen pictures of, like, Civil War soldiers and, like, some other, like... I've seen photos of people from that time who were very handsome. Mm. But they were few and far between, for yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. They had hard lives back yeah. then. They had to, like... I mean, a sea captain is going to be, like, weathered and, like, sunburned right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, the normal person who would have to, like, poop in a bucket. And <laughs> also wash themselves with water in the same bucket. You know? Like, it's not, not a good time for hygiene. Um, so, anyway... There's a, also a popular legend about the cemetery mm-hmm. that states that the memorial statuary found throughout the cemetery has a habit of getting up and walking around. <laughs> I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, too late. Ooh. <laughs> You're going to hear about it. Oh, I don't like it. And I the- would rather see a hundred ghosts <laughs> than see a statue get One up statue and move. move. Yes. Mm. I don't know. 
Get up yeah. and walk around. Yeah, I would force no. myself to pass out at that point. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what, Julie, you don't need to be conscious. For I don't this. think I could because then I'd be scared that it would step on me. And it's made of like stone, at least stone. Yeah, three maybe tons of granite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're smart, they chose granite. <laughs> so holy shit! The most notable of these statues is the Weeping Woman. Oh fuck me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get ready for this. I'm going to take my glasses off so I can't see it. <laughs> All right, so you remember that family we were talking about? I sure do. That I said, don't forget. Oh, oh the yeah. Jackson the Jacksons. The Jacksons. I did forget. I immediately was like, oh, this, the sailor and his son. I told you not to. <laughs> then you did. No. <laughs> um, so looking over the Jackson family plot. Oh, God. Um, it's a statue of a woman who is kind of half collapsed. Over a large, deep headstone. Oh, my God. So a veil stretches out behind her, covering her her body and her feet. And one arm is kind of covering the bottom part of her face, while the other one reaches out over the stone. um, And it's actually clutching a scroll. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on that scroll, it says, In the silence and to thee. I don't know what that means. And then right in large letters right below it says Jackson. So in the silence and to the Jackson. I don't know. This sounds like two different Doctor Who plots. <laughs> Mixed together. With, yeah, the silence mm. and then the weeping angels. Stop it. In one thing in West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> spooky stuff. Um... Eat your face. Oh, God. (laughs) Kill your son. (laughs) That Um. is so scary, though. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, that statue must be fucking beautiful. Oh. Oh. You'll see. I'll show it to you. And then we'll we'll post it on Instagram, too, so everybody can see it. Um, Because um, the top part is, it's scroll at the front. Right. So, like, there's paper that's kind of rolling over like a scroll would do. Right. Um, It's kind of protected the front part of it from, like, rain and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so most of it looks really weathered. But then right underneath that area is, like, bright white, uh, which is kind of weird. Oh. Um, And then, so the woman is looking out over the plot from under, like, the curve of her brow, and, like, her face is just, like, it's kind of, it's messed up. Ooh. It's, it's like, she's so... She's looking out? She's yeah. not looking, like, down? No, or, like, she's looking out, and Ooh. she, her mouth is open, <gasps> and it's, like, she's, like, screaming in grief, kind of. Oh like, God. she's, like, crying, like, you're wondering I just made just a hideous face. <laughs> I wasn't. No, you were kind of smiling and like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Was, I mean, if it were on a statue, it would be scary, but in this moment, it was not scary <laughs> at all. I'm very excited to see a photo of this. Mm-hmm. So, this weeping woman has become really popular amongst, like, paranormal uh, circles and, like, people who like to write stuff on blogs, like us, kind of, so yeah. we talk about it. Yeah. Um, but very few mention, uh, like, where it came from or who it's supposed to depict, because it just says Jackson on it. It doesn't have 
a name. Because uh-huh. um, it's just, it's for the family, not for one person. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of hard to pinpoint the, the year and everything, but um, anyway. So J.M. Plumley from the blog J.M. Plumley's Monster Meat, which is, I think, adorable. <laughs> Wait, Monster Meat, like monster, steaks? Like, no, like meeting. Oh, okay. Like um, like handshake. Like handshake. I was doing a handshake motion. Like no, like meeting. <laughs> but you looked like a robot. Like <laughs> <laughs> um. So this person, JM, I don't know. Anyway, um, thinks that the statue statue might be of uh Lily Irene Jackson, who was an artist, an arts organizer, um, who actually may have designed the statue herself. Um. So it might not have even been for one specific person, but it might just be made by her for her whole family. Huh. Um, and so she lived a long, full life. She died at the age of 80. Um, but apparently during her life, she just thought about death and eternity, like, all the time. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a you. That's a me. That's a me. That's all of us. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so she died... Hmm. A spinster mm. in 1928 mm. uh, and is laid to rest in the Riverview Cemetery with the rest of her family. Right. Um, and apparently she has a bunch of uh, artworks and they're all, they all have names. Oh, like, um, like watching and waiting. <laughs> and then there's one called anticipation. Oh boy. So that's, um... <laughs> weird. I love it. She sounds great. Yeah. Um, so r- regardless of who this woman is, mm-hmm. the weeping woman is keeping a rather lively afterlife. <laughs> so she doesn't need a special holiday or occasion to walk around. Ugh. All she needs is a full moon oh. at midnight in order to awake from her slumber oh and God. walk around the cemetery. Oh and while she's walking, she's wringing her hands in mourning, like crying, mm-hmm. um, for all the souls lost during the Great War between between the states, which is probably the is that what they said in that the war between the, the states? Great War between the states. So uh, other others have claimed to see her move and have taken pictures of her hands in different positions, which is spooky. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> not only that, legends state that if you are a woman of no. pure heart. That's me. Mm-hmm. And you bring her a token, like a little, like a coin or a flower or just like something little, like a little statue, who knows. Mm-hmm. Then she will grant wishes. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Oh, and also suddenly to be like interesting. a really unselfish wish oh. also, which is kind of a bummer because well, all my wishes are selfish. Yeah, I mean, um, they're all selfish in some way. A little bit, yeah. Unless you're like, I want good things to happen to this person. That'd be unselfish. Yeah. But, but I'd rather they happen to me. <laughs> I'd rather be selfish about it. <laughs> um, so, and actually, uh, there's this thing that supposedly is, like, quantifiable, is that at least four women claim that touching the weeping woman statue resulted in the births of their children less than a year later. So, like, they wished so, to have a kid, and then they had a kid. Oh, yuck. So don't touch it. <laughs> so, so stay away. If you touch it, you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but if your intentions are less than respectful, or if you're coming into the cemetery to, like, tag things or whatever, mm-hmm. then she gets real angry. And her spirit is known to trip people, to pull their hair, 
to unbutton their shirts and unzip their pants. Oh, which yikes. seems like a little something different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not just angry. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's her story. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued and terrified. Yeah, and because they had because it's become more popular and stuff, mm-hmm. you actually have to. They have people like watching it at night, so people don't go in, which is a bummer. Because yeah. I would like this, it's such a bummer that like bad people ruin it for the rest of us. Because yeah. I just want to go in there and stand there and like whisper like, "Hey, hi, how are you? Do you like me or not? <laughs> Do I have a pure heart or no? <laughs> I just want to know from my records." <laughs> Link once for yes and twice for no. <laughs> oh, she would yeah, do it. She would. Oh my it's, gosh. Um, yeah, that really sucks. I hate. I hate that about people. I know. Because like, and I also feel like it could be something that's um, like something really personal. Like you could literally just sit there and take some time with this like benevolent spirit. Mm-hmm. But no, you can't because there's a security guard honking at you. Right. And saying, Get on up at the building. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking about a very specific moment that actually happened to both yes, of us. Yes, I am. Get up at the building. <laughs> that was great. I mean, it was not great, but it was great. It was really scary. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. but so, also, mm-hmm. on October 17th, 2017. That was recent. I know, yeah, right? Last year? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the city of Parkersburg had a grand celebration at Riverview Cemetery. So through grants and donations, uh, the Julia Ann Square Historic District, which is where this cemetery is in now, mm-hmm. uh, raised $140,000 to refence the cemetery. Um, because in uh, like the 40s or 50s, they put up just like chain link fence. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to put something that looked more historic looking. So they put kind of like that traditional, like, iron-looking fence, yeah. Um, And so they had kind of, like, a reopening of sorts at the cemetery, where they had, like, a ribbon-cutting ceremony, and they even, this is my favorite part, they had reenactors stationed at graves all over um, of, like, the most notable, like, Parkersburg people. Oh, my God. and among them was Lily Irene Jackson, who was stationed in front of the Weeping Woman statue, which I think is kind of cute. There has to be some kind of record of who commissioned that or who made it. Uh, yeah. Or, because there, I mean, cemeteries have to keep records, even if it's a private one. You mm-hmm. have to keep them. Right. I'm sure that, like, someone I mean, knows, if it's, but, like, no, none of the people of who are interested in this have... Hmm. The ability to do it. Do it. Do I'll it. Find out. Yes. Next episode of Who <laughs> We gagged ourselves. Find, and then... I didn't find anything out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my that's my little cemetery story. I love that. Yeah, I know. It sounds like a really cool I really want to go there. I've never in my life been like, oh, I want to go to West Virginia. But now I want to only to go to no. this. Is it like on the border of West Yeah. It of is. Ohio. Yeah. It's so... A- we could get in and get out real quick. Yeah, we, we could. Don't have to drive through the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but a I little offense. Yeah, I just don't want to be there. There's nothing for me there. I don't mm, think. Only the cemetery. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so that was our episode on cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah. It sure we will, was. We'll definitely be posting stuff on Instagram about it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so, this is the point where we say, see you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, it's tetanus.